It's Friday, the 28th of May, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, Victoria goes into a fourth lockdown with businesses closing and fears of multi-billion dollar losses for the economy. Plus, AMP in hot water over sales of insurance products to dead people. Qantas thinks about giving away loyalty points for vaccines. And the annual rich list shows that iron ore and software magnates make the most money. Our lead story today, Victoria went into a seven-day lockdown last night, the fourth time restrictions have been imposed. Authorities were racing to track down thousands of contacts with COVID cases. The number of community transmitted cases jumped to 26 yesterday, and acting Premier James Merlino said the lockdown was necessary because the Indian virus strain was spreading extremely quickly. The average time between catching the virus and passing it on was just one day, compared to five days for other strains. Schools will be closed and people will have to work from home. The five-kilometre travel restriction is also back. Professional sport will go ahead, but without crowds, while weddings have been banned. It's 2020 all over again in Melbourne. Supermarkets are running out of toilet paper. There are long queues at testing centres. Crown Melbourne has shut down. Flights have been cancelled. It isn't something any of us wanted to see again. There's lots of blame being passed around. The Australian Retailers Association described the lockdowns as devastating and said it would cost billions of dollars. Labor has blamed the government for the slow rollout of COVID jabs. The Prime Minister Scott Morrison said supply limitations had hindered the vaccine rollout. Surely the answer to this is crystal clear. Get vaccinated as soon as you can. In overseas news, the US administration's top official in Asia said the US was entering an era of intense competition with China, and the period of engagement had come to an end. Kurt Campbell, the US coordinator for Indo-Pacific Affairs on the National Security Council, said China, under President Xi Jinping, had shifted to a new set of strategic parameters. President Joe Biden is expected to unveil a budget proposal later today worth $6 trillion over the next decade including about one-third in relatively short-term stimulus and the rest in physical infrastructure and social spending. This president has certainly shown he believes in big government. And shipping container costs have hit record highs, with the expenses of moving goods in a container from Europe to Asia now above $10,000. It's almost five times the level of a year ago, is adding substantially to inflationary pressures around the globe. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The corporate regulator has commenced civil proceedings against five companies that were, or are, parts of AMP, alleging that they charged life insurance premiums and advice fees to more than 2,000 customers, even though they'd been told they were dead. The alleged infringements occurred up until August 2019, in the middle of the Royal Commission into the sector. AMP apologised to customers and beneficiaries and said it had taken remedial action. Meanwhile, the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age newspapers are reporting this morning that AMP Australia, which includes the superannuation, banking and wealth management businesses, will sack up to 20% of its staff over the next year in an effort to reduce costs. Qantas is considering giving away frequent flyer points and travel vouchers to people who received COVID-19 vaccinations. Few companies have more of a vested interest in ending the pandemic than Qantas, and loyalty points and free travel could be a way of encouraging people to get inoculated. Recent polls have suggested up to 30% of Australians may resist receiving a vaccine. 
Around the world, the incentives for getting a jab range from text messages to free burgers and beers. Commonwealth Bank is pushing the use of apps and yesterday said it had invested in electricity startup Amber, which will provide access to wholesale electricity prices. The idea is that customers will check the app, work out when prices are lowest and increase use of electricity at those times. For example, they may do their washing when electricity costs are lowest. The bank is looking for more tie-ups with other utility providers to provide similar services. And in a first for the sector, the ComBank app will also allow customers to access information about accounts they have at other banks. And the Financial Review's annual rich list is out today, and iron ore magnate Gina Reinhart is again in the top spot thanks to surging commodity prices. Ms Reinhart is worth $31 billion, the highest amount ever on the list. Number two was fellow iron ore miner Andrew Forrest, worth $27 billion. Both Atlassian founders Mike Cannon-Brooks and Scott Farquhar made the top five at $20 billion. Anthony Pratt and family, owners of cardboard manufacturers Vizzy Industries, rounded out the top five, also worth $20 billion. Perhaps the most interesting of the top 10 were Canva co-founders Melanie Perkins and Cliff Obrecht, worth $8 billion. Not bad for a company founded nine years ago to help simplify graphic design. That's your mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.